Hello, you're listening to the Mr. Money Jar podcast. Mr. Money Jar here. This episode is taken from an Instagram live and has been uploaded in its entirety. This means that some of what you hear may seem odd in an audio format. For example, there might be references to questions that appeared during the live, plus some audience interaction, and very rarely some swearing or audio mishaps. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. Hey people, welcome to episode 32 of the Mr. Money Jar Show. Hope everyone's had a good start to the week. Today we're going to be joined by Ben Osgood from the Nottingham, and we're going to be doing a Q&A on the Lifetime ISA. So for those of you who can remember, um, last October I did a post with the Nottingham about the Lifetime ISA and some of the ins and outs, and there was a quite a bit of conversation in the comments and uh, we've teamed up again to answer any further burning questions you might have. So massive thank you to the Nottingham for sponsoring that post and also for sponsoring this episode of the Mr. Money Jar Show. Ben. Hello there, Timmy. How's it going? Yeah, it's very well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me along. No worries at all. So Ben, um, you're, you're currently at 90 degrees to uh to me so if you could just uh rotate your phone so it's so it's upright let me see what i can do to me one no, worries. no worries have you got me now powerful <laughs> comment in the chat powerful angles occurring we only do powerful angles we, okay. we know nothing else okay wicked how's your day been ben yeah very good very good let me just get something to hold this in place okay, I, cool. had a, I had a nice i had a nice setup but clearly the wrong way around eh? no worries at all no worries at all um excellent yeah so let's 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 dive straight in shall we um so you're you're ben osgood um, yeah. Do tell us a bit about yourself and uh, your role there at the Nottingham and a bit about the Nottingham as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, thank you to me. Uh, my name's Ben, Ben Osgood. I'm one of the senior leaders um, here within the Nottingham Building Society within our, our member services department. Uh, I've been here for just over nine years now. And I've got to say, I really enjoy working at the Nottingham. It's, it's fantastic to to work in an organization where its heritage is so important to it. You know, we were founded over 170 years ago by a philanthropist who wanted to bring, you know, ethical mutuality to financial services. And still to this day, 170 years later, you know, we're here to help our customers save, plan and protect for the future. Uh, and that's what we do day in, day out. So it's, it's great to be part of an organization like that. And as a result, it, reinvest in its community and, and, and invest in both you know our existing members today but also our members of the future and because of that we've got some really exciting plans from a digital perspective to help our, our customers save digitally as well with, as well as within our branch network yeah and i think for, for such an old um company and company with such a heritage like good on you guys for um like doing things like this and engaging with people and staying at the forefront of like technology and stuff um you know this show's been running for um just under a year now but 
you know, people, people really like to engage with financial topics or mediums like this. So I think it's great, super encouraging. Um, yeah, absolutely. It, it's it's important we can reach out and engage with, with with people in many different ways, and we're we're incredibly proud of our branch network across across our Heartland, where we get to to meet and engage and talk to our, our members face to face. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's, there's there's a whole digital world out there. This is this important to people, particularly at this moment in time. So investing in that and having an eye on that is is important for our members. Wicked, wicked. Um... So yeah, we're here today to talk about the lifetime ISA um, or, or the LISA. Let's let's break it down and let's start from the top, just in case people haven't heard of it before. What is the lifetime yeah. ISA? So the lifetime ISA really is it, it's the must-have account when you're looking to buy your first home. You hear lots. Even Martin Lewis talks about it quite regularly on his on his money saving show. So you 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 know it's up there when it gets that sort of airtime. So yeah. that that's what I call it. And in a nutshell, if you're eligible, and we'll talk about that in a little bit of time, I'm sure you can save up to four thousand pound a year. And on that, the government will give you a twenty five percent bonus. So it's essentially a thousand pound each year of, of, of free money. And, and, and with that bonus and with your savings, you can use it to buy your first house or as, as part of your deposit for your first house. Uh, or if your plans are a bit longer than that, you can absolutely wait until you're 60 uh, and use it as part of your retirement planning. Yeah, yeah. So it's got this dual sort of purpose, purchase of a first home or um, for retirement. And um, yeah. it is... Oh, quick, quick shout out to Topsy Tyro in the uh, in the comments. He was last week's guest. Uh, great to see you, Topsy. So um, for the, uh, it's, it's called an ISA. So yeah. how is it different to the other types of ISA? Because they're, you know, the cash ISA is probably arguably the ISA type that people are most familiar with. So how's it, how's it differ? Oh, hello. Have I got you back? Okay, yeah, I'm back. Great. Excellent. Cool. Excellent. Apologies for that. Um, yeah, so yeah, we were no, just no, saying no. that the cash ISA is the ISA type that people are most familiar with. So how does the lifetime ISA um, differ to other ISA types? Yeah, let's, let's look at it in a bit more detail. I think the differences will really, will really start standing out. But you're absolutely right. The lifetime ISA is an ISA, so that means it's, it's, it's a tax-free savings account. But the, what it most often gets compared to is the help-to-buy ISA. Um, now, the help-to-buy ISA is, is no longer available to, to new applications. There's plenty of people that have got the, the help-to-buy ISA, and if they do, you know, fantastic. They've got it open, and they can still use it right up until, I think it's about November 2029 time, they can still... They can still use their help to buy ISA. So the license is similar to that, but there's some really good differences between the two. Okay. Now it's available and really good for first-time buyers, and you get a 25% bonus on savings. That's they're, they're the real key similarities, but it's different in how it works. So primarily yeah. in terms of how the primarily in terms of how the bonus gets paid into customers' accounts with with a lifetime ISA, you receive the bonus shortly after you put your deposit in your savings account. So that's, that's really rewarding. You know, you put your money in, you save it, and you see a bonus coming every, every month or so from, 
from HMRC. There's nothing more satisfying than seeing money coming into your account from HMRC. Whereas with the, with the help to buy, um, the bonus gets paid in a lump sum and it gets paid um, as a lump sum after you've bought your house. And that can also get a bit tricky sometimes when you're looking to buy a house in terms of when the funds come. So that's quite a key difference and a real improvement, I think, from the help to buy ISA to, to the lifetime ISA. Certainly the feedback we get from our customers is a lot easier to understand and it's a lot easier to use in that sense. But also, even better than that, with the lifetime ISA, you get a much healthier bonus for your savings. The help to buy bonus was capped about the £600 a year. You got a little bit more in your first year, uh, but essentially it was £600 a year after that and capped at a total of 3000 So essentially it, it, it kind of limited your savings to a total of 12000 whereas the yeah. LISA kind of blows the roof off that one. So the, the LISA, the bonus is capped at £1,000 a year and you can save from age 18 all the way up to 50. So essentially you can get up to, to £30,000 worth of um, bonuses there. Uh, which is great. So your savings are only capped at £4,000 a year. So it's a really key differences in terms of how much you can save, the bonuses that you can earn, but also how you how you access that money, how you can kind of understand the, the account. At, at that point where you're buying a house, which is a which, which could be quite a complicated process itself. So you don't need you don't need that adding adding to it. So it's it's there to simplify it and, and be a much much healthier account for customers that, that in particular want to buy their first their first house but also how you pay your money in it, 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 it's so much easier for customers with a lifetime ice than the help to buy ice with a license you can pay in the full four thousand pounds either on the first day of the tax year or the last day of the tax year and you still you'll still get the full 25 percent bonus which is great the help to buy ice you almost have to remember to pay in 200 pound a month Every and if month. you missed a month if you missed a month you missed your bonus and so yeah. You know, we haven't all got time in our lives to do that sort of stuff. So the help to buy ISA, um, all those have been removed. The, the lifetime ISA just makes it that so much easier because just to make sure that they get the maximum savings but also the maximum bonus um, each year. So lifetime ISA absolutely allows you to save more compared to the, the help to buy ISA. Cool. So just to, because there's lots of numbers and sort of key metrics there. So in summary, help to buy ISA, um, two hundred pound a month, a bit more in the first month. Um, I think it's a grand that you get to put in the first month. You can save up to, we can get a bonus on up to a maximum of twelve k, which means you get a three grand bonus. With the lifetime yeah. ISA, you can put in four grand a year, put it in whenever you want, and you can save up until you're fifty. So that means that you're getting round about. You said thirty k. I I thought it was like thirty three k, but yeah, round about thirty grand in terms of the bonuses. Yeah. Um, which gives you a lot more flexibility. Excellent. I think that's a great segue into, um, so for people who have the help to buy ISA um, and are looking at the LISA, can they transfer money in? Is that something that's possible to do? And how does the Nottingham address that question as well? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we, we have plenty of customers with help to buy items, so we you know we understand their needs, we understand what's important to them, so we, we, we've looked at this quite closely. You can't, unfortunately, transfer uh, from a help to buy item into a lifetime item. It's just the rules of the, of, of, of the accounts prohibit that. However, you can transfer from a lifetime item with another provider into a new lifetime item with Nottingham. That, that's, that's absolutely available for customers to be able to do so. 
if you've got a help to buy ISA, then there are some really good things that you can consider. Okay, you can withdraw your help to buy funds. Okay, from that from, from your help to buy ISA, you can make that withdrawal, but you'll no longer get the bonuses that you're entitled to on those funds. But don't worry, you can still you can still maximise those savings with a lifetime ISA. So you open a lifetime ISA, and then you can pay those funds that you've just withdrawn from your help to buy ISA and pay it into your lifetime ISA. Okay, which can work really well for you. Just consider a couple of things before before you do that. First of all is, is you have to wait at least 12 months before opening your lifetime ISA to actually be able to make the withdrawal to buy a house. That's really important. If you've got help to buy ISA and you're looking to buy a house in the next 12 months, it's probably best for you to keep the funds in your help to buy ISA. However, it's going to be more than 12 months, then the doors open you to consider the next option. And that's, you can, that's what's really important about this one is you can only pay in £4,000 a year into your lifetime ISA. So if you've got more than that in your help to buy ISA, you might have to spread it out over one, two, three years to make sure all those funds from your help to buy ISA do make their way into the lifetime ISA. So it's all about timing and what's right for you, how much you've got, but there's some really good, really good op options there for customers that've got help to buy ISA and want to maximise the, the benefits you get with a lifetime ISA. More figures thrown at you there, Tony. What did you take away from that? Um, yeah, yeah. So if you have a help to buy ISA, you can withdraw it and then you can basically drip feed it into the lifetime ISA at that £4,000 a year rate. And you just need to make sure that you time it properly and that it also aligns with your house buying plans because you need to have your lifetime ISA open for 12 months before you can buy a house. Um, we haven't mentioned the thresholds as well. Is it um, worth mentioning the thresholds for the people at home, the house price um, thresholds? Yeah, that's a good question. So it's designed for first-time buyers. You can imagine when this product was designed, you know, we it was looked at in terms of what's the average house prices. And I, I think today the, the average house price announced by the Halifax is just over 250000 yeah, So it's important that it was well within what, what most customers would see as, a, as their first house. And so... The maximum house purchase for to and be able to use the lifetime ice is four hundred and fifty thousand pounds, which is yeah. which is very accommodating for, for most customers. Yeah. Completely completely agree with that. Um and just to acknowledge in the comments, um we had a question from Bank Me later saying, um, I've already used my help to buy ISA for my home. What can the LISA do for me? Um, and then we had a, resp a response from Serena, mortgage advisor, pension slash retirement. Ben also mentioned that at the start of the live. If, if you missed that, thank me later. But thank you very much for your question. Um, yeah, good call. Cool. So, Ben, we've just spoken about withdrawing from the help to buy ISA. Um, my understanding is that the rules for withdrawing from the lifetime ISA are slightly different and, in fact, are doubly so because of this COVID pandemic that we're in. So could you speak a bit about um, yeah, the rules around annual um, contribution limits, age of application and, and withdrawals? Yeah, let, let me give you a quick rundown of the, of the main headline rules and then we can drill down into some that particularly you know, resonate with, with, with the audience or we, we get questions on. So yeah. let's start from the top. Essentially, you've got to be between the age of 18 and 39 years of age when you open your lifetime ISA. So there's that, there's that age criteria there. So once you've got your lifetime ISA open, you can save up to £4,000 per tax year. You can make deposits and you can earn bonuses. And I mentioned this earlier as well, right up until the age 
50. So if you open at 80 and keep it till you're 50, you really maximize there the bonuses and the savings you can, you can have. Your lifetime ice has got to be open for 12 months before you use the savings for a house purchase for part of your deposit. They're kind of the, they're kind of the key rules. Now, if you're looking to make withdrawals that aren't for your house deposit, or you can't wait to, or you don't want to wait till you're 60 to access those funds, then then there are penalties. And you're right, the current climate with COVID has changed this slightly. So, typically, uh, up to the period of the uh, the pandemic, then the penalties for making a withdrawal from a lifetime ISA that wasn't either for buying a house as part of your retirement, or unfortunately, if you're terminally ill, where there would be no penalty. The penalty is 25%. So essentially, you pay back your bonus plus a little bit of your your, your savings as well. Yeah. Okay? More recently, that, that penalty has been reduced to 20%. Um, so essentially, you're just paying back the bonus. Yeah. That That's expected to come to an end, I think, towards the end of April time. But the news is constantly changing with COVID, yeah. as we yeah. all know. That, that, that's what we're expecting at the moment. So it is important because... In normal times, the penalty of 25% can mean that you pay back your bonus plus interest and savings. It, it, it's really something to, to make sure you think about properly before you make that withdrawal. Yeah. And just to illustrate what Ben has said, so let's say you put in four grand and you get a 25% bonus on the four grand. Under the old withdrawal charge, you would pay a 25% withdrawal fee on five grand, which means you would take £3,750 out so it's slightly less than the foreground you put in by bringing that to yeah. that withdrawal fee down to 20 percent if you take if you put in four grand and you get a 25 percent bonus up to five 20 percent of 5k is 4k so you take out as much as you put in and as ben quite rightly said um it's very difficult to know you know they were supposed to change the rules back to how they were um around april march time as we've seen, furlough has been extended. Um, you know, the situation around COVID is is rapidly changing. So um, we can only wait and see what happens with that. Um, I think another uh, question, which um, a lot of people might not know, is how often is the government bonus paid into your account? Because um, uh, it's paid by HMRC, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so we, we call out to HMRC on behalf of the customer to, to claim their bonus. We do all the legwork for them. They don't need to do any of that. We, we absolutely do that for them. And yeah, how the bonus is paid was one of the exciting developments from the help to buy ISA, evolving into the lifetime ISA. Um, when you're saving, when you want to buy, when you're saving a deposit for your first house, you, you're motivated by seeing those balances go up and up and up each month. So, yeah, that's what feels good. That, yeah, that, that's all part of it, you know, enabling the dream of buying that house. So what's really good is, is we will call for your four bonuses on a monthly basis. So depending on when you've made your savings deposit each month, um, you could be waiting just four to nine weeks to get the bonus on, that, on those savings for that month. So uh, a much shorter period of time, we call out for it, we we get the funds, we apply it to um, to the Lifetime ISA account within that four to nine week window and customers get to see their savings grow and grow and grow as they, as, as they go through the year, uh, right up until the £4,000 uh, deposit for the year. Uh, once that's hit, you know you've you know you, you know you hit your limit for the year, you know you've earned the maximum bonus for the year. It, 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 it's done and dusted. But um, the really great thing is 
on top of the bonus, you'll also then get interest on that as you go through the year as well. Of course, yeah. The interest, the bonus, and the interest are separate, so you get to um, yeah, you get you get the benefit of both. Okay, so yeah, the bonus is paid in four to nine weeks after um, each deposit, and you um, at the Nottingham will handle that on, on behalf of the customer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We, we, we've got those links with HMRC to do all the to do all the paperwork, do all the admin for our customers, look after it for them. So we absolutely do that. Cool. Um, and then um, we've had a, a few questions in the chat, kind of um, asking about the LISA, you know, outside of the house buying application. So just to kind of acknowledge those, um, what happens if you save into a lifetime ISA? and then change your mind about buying a house. So we've already discussed the um, kind of your limits, but in terms of like using it for retirement, what does that, what does that sort of look like? Yeah, absolutely. So the product was designed for, for those two purposes, buying a house and for retirement. So it, it, it's absolutely a valid option for, you, for a customer to use their, their life set for, for retirement. Indeed, we talk to customers these days and, and more and more so recently um, with where they use their lifetime items to buy their house and they've kept the account open and now they're using it for their retirement. You don't have to close the account once you've, once yep. you've, once you've ended your house purchase. So you can absolutely use it for both. You can keep your account open uh, after buying your house or you can open a lifetime item purely for the purpose of retirement. Okay. Um, and so... It, it, it's a really good option for, for, for a lot of people to consider. Um, now, planning for your retirement, saving for your retirement, it, it can, be, can be quite an in-depth and, and complex sort of consideration for customers to make. So we always recommend that customers speak to a, an independent financial advisor as well about what options are available to them, what are the considerations they should be taking um, with regards to their retirement planning. But a lifetime ISA, absolutely. And the thing we talked about in terms of bonus and interest and what have you, is, is, is a great option for them to, to continue to use that account. So, again, they can save from 18 all the way up to 50. Um, plenty of years there to do some good saving. And then they can start withdrawing their funds as part of their retirement plan once they hit the age of 60. Awesome. Um, we've had, um, I'm just um, kind of looking through the comments in the chat. We've had a question from Annie Poe. Um, she's asked, um, if you have a LISA as a first-time buyer, but you're buying with someone else who's not a first-time buyer, are you no longer eligible for the bonus? Now, my understanding around that is um, a first-time buyer and a non-first-time buyer can buy together, but the non-first-time buyer simply won't be able to, to use the bonus. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Customers aren't penalised if they're buying a house as a first-time buyer um, with another first-time buyer. It's just the other, the, the other party doesn't get the, the, the benefits on their side of things as well. So, yeah, that, that certainly don't go selecting your partners based on whether they've got a lifetime buyer or not, whether they're a first-time buyer or not. <laughs> That's a hell, a hell of a first-date question. What's your first-time buyer status? I'd say that that'd be a hell of a question to get on a first date. Like, what's your first time buyer status? Yeah, it wouldn't go down well, would it really? No. Awesome. <laughs> um, and then, um, and then just just one last uh, 
One last question. Um, do you think there's much chance the government will increase the max value of a house you can buy with a LISA? It's very constricting if you live near London and dif difficult to plan for. That's from Simon Seri. Um, hope I pronounce that properly, Simon. Um, my thoughts on this are, it's very, like the rules can change, but it's very difficult to predict how the government are going to change the rules around this. Um, certainly, if, if the average house price went above £450,000, which is the current threshold in London, then it would be remiss of the government to maintain the LISA threshold at £450,000 because then it just wouldn't benefit anyone. But in terms of the specifics of how much they're going to raise it by, that's crystal ball stuff, in, in, in my opinion. Not sure if you have any thoughts, Ben. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't disagree with that at all, Timmy. Um, but what, I, what I'd say is, is these products have clearly been designed to help first-time buyers get on the market. So I, I, I do genuinely believe there is that intent there to help people. Um, it, it's just finding a way to do it in a way that, that, that is good for as many people as possible. Um, so I, I think... I, I think I'm, I'm confident they're looking at this constantly to make sure these, these, these initiatives, things like Lifetime ISA, are still serving their purpose. Uh, and so I'm sure if the pressure builds to do such a thing as to change the, change the upper limit, then, then someone will be looking at that to make sure that it's a viable product for, for most people out there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, we're, we're getting close to the, um, to the half hour, so I was just wondering if you had any closing remarks on on the, the things we've talked about today and if you wanted to maybe share like how people might be able to apply for a lifetime ISA with with them. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was gonna I was gonna say to you, we've talked a lot about numbers and scenarios here and and obviously we're we're we're, we're probably talking with people that are, are making decisions right now. So it, it's yeah. good sometimes to reflect in that in that situation. So I'd absolutely encourage everybody to Go and visit the Nottingham.com. Um, there's, there's, there's probably not a lot that we haven't talked about in terms of detail that isn't on that website at the moment. Um, all the rules, there's some really good guides on there as well, as well and, some, and some scenarios to consider. So that's what I'd encourage people to do. Go to the Nottingham.com, find out what you need to know um, about the lifetime items. Right, Jake, help yourself make those decisions that, that, that you've got in mind about what's best for you in terms of how to progress. Uh, and then if a lifetime item is right for you, you know, fantastic. Join the hundreds of thousands of, of, of customers that, that are making the most of it. Um, and particularly with the, with the Nottingham Building Society, you can apply online uh, and you can open the LISA fully digitally and you can manage your lifetime ISA uh, online. We've got some, some great plans as we go through the year to, to enhance our, our, our digital offerings to our customers and make, and make that saving experience even, even richer and better for our members as well. So please, uh, Nottingham.com. Everything you need to know about a lifetime answer. Thank you very much, Ben. And um, that brings us to the end of uh, this week's episode. Ben, I'd like to say uh, a big thank you to you for taking the time to um, answer people's questions this evening, um, both from the chat and from our discussion. And um, no a big thank you to the Nottingham for being the, uh, the first uh, organization to sponsor an episode of the Mr. Money Jar Show. Um, I'm very thankful um, that you uh, chose to think of me and I think it's great that you're choosing to engage with people um, on this medium because there's a lot of uh, appetite for it. So thank you very much.
Excellent. Thank you for having me. Great to be here. Take care and take care everyone at home. Stay safe. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.